Hello, beautiful souls. Welcome back to the Infinite Cup Podcast. I am your host, Robert Breton. This episode is all about breathing, meditation, our conscious way to activate our most optimal self. This is so huge. Uh, as you know, I'm a certified Raja yoga instructor. Meditation is really what yoga is all about. That's what my friend Niraj and I connected here with. He invented the Soma technique, a way to really grasp the full yogic benefits of pranayama, the real teachings of yoga. This is awesome interview. We really connected on all things yoga, spirituality, getting into his journey, how he got into creating the Soma technique and forming a new life by changing the way you think, the power of subconscious energy, the power of frequency, the power of meditation, using these tools to activate our most authentic self. Guys, this is really important. You know, as far as things that I've learned, you know, in my life that I experienced and, you know, I practice every single day and it's just awesome to connect with like-minded individuals. So, Thank you guys for being here. Thank you for supporting the podcast. You can always use the affiliate links on theinfinitecup.com. This is the best way to support the show. You know, every every link that you use there, you get a discount, you know, and obviously the products are legit. I use these products almost every single day. I have uh, 10% off earth runners on there. The grounding sandals are amazing. Everything from the daily green boost, barley grass powder that I use. You guys check out the links save yourself some money. It's just a win-win. Thank you for leaving a review on iTunes. This podcast is growing so fast. Everything that I'm doing is just being received with love. And I just want to send that love right back to you guys. So thank you again for being here. And without any further ado, here's Niraj with the Soma Breathing Technique. <clears throat> Let's do this. All right. Well, wonderful. Yeah. So, uh, welcome to the show. Soma Breathwork is something that, like I said, I found on online. I'm really inspired to connect with you. And first of all, we can just talk about like the introduction, just your story, kind of a little bit of how all of this happened for you and your life and becoming, you know, just the amazing instructor that you are and just talking about Soma and giving kind of people a brief introduction into that. And then we can dive into it from there. Yeah, certainly. So, um, Let's talk about, so then the evolution of how I came up with Soma and how yeah. it's become a big movement. It really began um, when I had a big uh, crisis moment in my life. Like several years ago in um, 2011, uh, I had healed myself successfully from a chronic illness. Um, and it was that journey of healing myself without medication that really enlightened me to the power of breath work. And as a powerful tool, uh, when, when combined with a few different elements, which we've got in Soma, uh, to rebalance, we harmonize the, the, the system, physiology, nervous system, and also dependency, like uh, states of motivation, high states of, uh, you know, just basically being able to get things done and being in your flow. And what happened was, before, if you look at my life before that, I was actually a community pharmacist. I was um, working a very stressful job. I was in the wrong environment. And the, the real, the, the essence of Sona, the, the, really what it's about is you become the environment. And this has now been shown, you know, through all kinds of genetic studies, epigenetic studies, that um, we're not defined by our genes. So genes get switched on and off. So you can't say we're a victim of your genes because actually you have your power to change and transform. That's a great thing. Um, we may have a, a propensity to go into one, two areas, different areas, but ultimately we do have some power to change 
who we are from within. And it's the internal world that becomes the external world. So, and the whole idea of yoga actually is creating alignment in your inner world with your outer world, and that creates balance and a state of peace and harmony. And so that's really what Soma is. It's a, it's a going back to the traditional roots of what yoga originally was, um, which actually has more in common with Tantra and everything else, and um, creating a system that has um, a great like accessibility to the mainstream, what people are looking for now, and the use of technology and, and things like that. But yeah. so what happened was when I was a pharmacist, I was just couldn't believe how many people were taking so many, so many different pills. And you know, there's a saying that goes, there's a pill for every ill, but there's, you know, there's, there's, no, you know, there's no doubt about it that there's an ill following almost every pill. Um, and you know, there's so many side effects being created by drugs. And me being a, a kind of spiritual person at heart, when I worked uh, in this uh, community pharmacy environment, the first time I realized how spiritually void this system was and how it was just really based on consumerism and just like a factory uh, of pushing you know, drugs into the market and getting people onto to all kinds of concoctions of things. So I wanted to do something about it. And what happened was I ended up going to few health seminars and, and, and one of them in particular was this one by the famous Tony Robbins, which actually was the first time I was really enlightened about um, the effects of uh, lifestyle over the physical body. And he talked a lot about environment and he had, had done a very good way of dissecting down what it really means to be healthy. And um, basically in there, he talked a lot about this like diets and um, acid alkaline balance and all this kind of stuff. Um, and so I thought, like, what, why not try this stuff out if it really works in the pharmacy? Now I've got an opportunity here. I could maybe make a difference in where I'm working with this information. So I started to do it. I actually started to get amazing success from just changing people's diets. I decided to write these healthy shopping lists and people who followed my advice went on and got um, better. Awesome. It was amazing, mm. but the problem was was that actually the people I worked with they didn't really, they, they didn't they didn't see it as a value like you know it's a pharmaceutical business they're not meant to be offering dietary advice and actually pharmacists aren't trained at all on lifestyle dietary advice mm -hmm. so anyway I basically um, got fired from my first job but then I got promoted to the head office of one of the biggest corporations in the world Walmart to carry out a, a project where I would deliver healthy shopping lists to their customers through their website. And it looked like it was all gonna go ahead, but they went last minute and basically um, decided to shelve the idea because they deemed it was uh, too risky um, for the business. And yeah. in the end, I just got so disillusioned and I lost all hope of humanity. <laughs> and I ended up, getting hit with a lightning bolt with this disease called osteoclitis, left me house mm. down. Um, and actually they say God stands for gift of desperation. And this was the time when really like, I was so desperate. And somebody came to my rescue, Swami Amakananda, who runs a, a yoga studio in the UK. And she basically said to me, look, you've got a gift here. You can heal yourself. You can actually 
an amazing role model for other people. And it was that uh, encounter that, that where she taught me the foundations of pranayama, yoga. Um, pranayama is the school of breath work. Prana uh, means energy, yama means control. And, um, and in Ayurveda, how to customize the diet for yourself. Because actually, I tried all of this acid alkaline stuff. I tried all this raw food. Because if you really follow this acid alkaline balanced diet, and the way Tony was saying back then, which was working for some of my patients, okay, like the diabetic patients, some of the people mm-hmm. with heart disease. Mm-hmm. But me with colitis, it was a whole different problem together. Yeah. And raw food diets do not work very well for people with colitis and ulcerative where you're shedding blood 40 times a day. You produce too much batter, yeah. air energy. And so there's vegan raw food diets, although they may seem to be healthy, they're not always better. And so anyway, so that was the first time I realized actually that you should be customizing the diet based on your energy types. That's what Ayurveda teaches us. And so I used that principle. And I actually started to eat a little bit more meat and use things like bone broth. And I discovered colostrum and healed my gut using like animal products, which was like so weird, like, you know, because everything we've been hearing is all vegan this and vegan that. So, um, Anyway, then I realized actually nobody knows anything and I need to go back to the drawing board and actually the yogis probably knew more than most people do. Yes. Um, they yep. were wiser, they're thousands of years of perfecting stuff, you know. I agree completely. There's so many things that I can yeah. dissect in there. Thank, thank, that was awesome. You're sharing your story. I love just the organicness of that. Yeah. There's so many things I want to dissect in there, uh, you know, starting yeah. with. Um, first of all, like just the, when you said the desperateness, like for me, I've been through that experience as well, multiple times. And I, I completely agree with you. That is where your heart is opened. You're opened more as a being for, you know, new information. And oftentimes we are very closed minded individuals stuck in our, uh, you know, belief systems, whatever they might be. And that's all you get. You know, the universe always gives you what you want. You have free will. So it's like, here you go. This is what you get. So Yep. Uh, you know, we can call it suffering, we can call it trauma, whatever you like, is a, you know, a chance, a gift, a, a grace for, you know, opportunity to open up, to open up our being. And yes, I've had, yeah. like I said, several healing crises as well that has led me on multiple paths. And uh, thank you, you know, for sharing that. Because yes, um, I went through, I've been vegan uh, over 10 years. I'm still very much a vegan. Love the raw food movement, love yoga. I'm a certified yeah. yoga teacher. All of this is wonderful and i've went through the same exact realization with uh, ayurveda as well with what you have because um, people need to really take this on an individual basis understand that these you know blanket terms like vegan or raw foods are not going to work for everybody especially colitis and and very you know chronic conditions like that so um thank you for bringing that up and being a testament to that because that's something that is very you know overlooked in today's age because everyone wants this you know one smoothie recipe or one you know thing yes. and it just doesn't one work size that way. It's yeah. Not like that. yeah and i'm yeah. sure you saw so many things in the you know coming from a full circle you know pharmaceutical industry to you know the holistic industry that's just awesome like you know to have such yeah. an organic um, experience with that and uh, yeah, for for me as well, I just want to bring up how like meditation and the clarity that I get through meditation, and we can kind of go through this as far as I love how you, in your videos, you kind of use more of a scientific uh, breakdown too, as far as, you know, hypoxia and just understanding the different, you know, levels of the body. And I think what I'm experiencing right now, when I see people like in the new age and stuff, there's a lot of, you know, different words thrown around and 
what I'm certified in is Raja Yoga, you know, Kriya Yoga that you might be familiar with. Um, Autobiography of a Yogi was a, a very inspirational book for me back in the day. And that's definitely my path that I feel, you know, very blessed to be a part of. And Yogananda always talked about how environment was stronger than willpower, right? And that yes. has resonated with me. I mean, my whole path, right? And we can yeah. have the power to change our environment. That's the thing. Yes. And, people really are not using that as a tool to their advantage. They're just blaming themselves. Oh, I did this. It's my job, my you know, partner, whatever. And you have the power to just create the change right there and take action. And that's what Kriya Yoga or Karma Yoga is. So it's just funny because like I said, when you're telling your story, that's what I think about. Like here you are practicing in the walk, talking the talk, using these tools, pranayama, yoga, nutrition, balanced lifestyle, all these things that I believe are, are just our God-given gifts that should be, you know, taught to everybody at, you know, at like six, seven years old. And that way you actually thrive in life rather than having yeah. to go through all of this like deprogramming and kind of, you know, unschooling and unlearning that a lot of people have to do to get rid of those self-limiting beliefs and things in order yeah. to live a really you know vibrant lifestyle that we're all after right so oh, yeah. uh, let's break down the soma technique a little bit and i want to you know just kind of dive deeper into um just the meditation aspect because again for me that's like i said the motivation especially that gives me uh, you know clarity of mind and more productivity in my business more productivity in my relationships i mean everything that i do circles back to you know the, the daily practice and that's the the thing that nobody can can give you right it's like you got to put in the work so the soma technique that you've developed is i think a tool that for me i think what i want to say is people you know there's no one correct answer to this and i love just you know talking about whatever resonates with you and like i said when i was watching your videos with the soma technique i can call it kriya yoga or you know prana we can have all these different words for it but at the end of the day we're all achieving that same goal we can call it the flow state we can call it you know fifth dimensional energy we can call it so many things and like i said at the end of the day the results are in. So yeah. <laughs> that's really all that matters, right? Well, it also depends on um, what uh, your perfect intention is of doing meditation. So, you know, yes, there's all these different intentions. Yes. And in the branches of yoga, and their branches are not levels, there's no stepping stone, it's a branch. Yes. And there's eight of them. One of Jnana Yoga, which is all about concentration, meditation. And actually, you could say that what meditation is, it trains you to become very single focused, to be able to just focus on one thing, because we can get distracted so easily that we never master anything in life. And you can look, this is one perspective of looking at it. This is why I, I like look at it, because I'm an artist. So and the only way I got good at art was becoming really good at concentrating on that one thing till I became good at it, because you can easily attempt it and be rubbish at it the first time and think you're rubbish and then give up and that's what most artists do yeah um because everyone's an artist yeah. so i developed this art form ability to make music through actually persevering and becoming good at it not that i was gifted with any musical abilities <laughs> and i think that came from the, my ability to train myself um in these trance states you can get into through meditation but so what is meditation so let's say if let's say it's a form of concentration well actually so there's various ways of doing it so like in vipassana one of the vipassana techniques is you just focus on your breath you observe your breath okay and you slow your breath down and that's one way of doing it 
And then there's the other ones like, you know, stare at flame, like to stare at, stare at flame. And just, Classic. And the whole point of this is just to channel your mind in single focus. And then there's some benefits that can come from that. So one of them, yeah, it trains you to have single focus. The other one is that your brain doesn't like multitasking, okay? Like doing too many things during the day. It's like doing, having too many browsers open on your computer. Yeah. <laughs> and your computer slows down. Like if you have Chrome, which is heavy duty system, you have loads of pages open, it slows your whole computer down. Mm -hmm. That's exactly what humans are doing every single day. We're powering up our thought files with all kinds of useless uh, distractions. So just by getting into that single focus, it's like pressing defrag and you just clear the clutter and thought files will send. So that's why people can get aha moments like clarity and sensibility, because it's literally like the defrag of your brain. Right? So true. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So, okay. So there's, so there, these are different benefits. Other things with meditation is actually you can use, um, you know, affirmation or mantra mm -hmm. to actually, and that, that trance state to self hypnotize yourself into changing the shape of your brain because the power of visualization neurogenesis is incredible. Yes. Um, where you can self direct neurogenesis, you can literally, invoke your brain to change shape and where you want it in areas you want it through focused concentrated effort and they've yes, done even experiments on this where they've had um one group actually play a piece of music on the piano over and over again and then map their brains and then they have another group of people be just imagine playing that piece of music over and over again and they had the same changes in the shape of the brain and that that those two groups were able to even play that piece of music fairly well after a while. So, um, you know, what's going on here? The, the brain can't tell the difference between the real and imagined world. Mm -hmm. And so then there's another evolution of meditation is that actually, after all, everything on the inside is on the outside. So um, why not work on the inner self first? Yeah. And through the inner world, we can change our, what makes, what the way we react to things and what we, what we need to make us feel happy. If yeah. we can make less, requirements to, to be happy we will be more happy throughout life because we need less things so the, so the wanting and need, you know, needing less things yeah. is usually what makes us happy because when we strive to have everything you know all the material possessions all of the goals all of the aspirations all of the things that our neighbors have got you know the technology and all that and the perfect relationship, the perfect partner, and all this, that's when we ultimately become unhappy. So if we can just be content with what we've got on the inside, then our outside world suddenly changes, our perception of the changes. And we start to attract actually things that we want. Yes, you know? 100%. 100%. And it's, really, it's really weird how that works. So mm -hmm. just going to create a new alignment. And uh, Michael Singer is a great guy who talks mm -hmm. about this. And he became like a billionaire, just playing this um, system of just surrendering to life and mm -hmm. accepting the flow of it. And rather than changing other people in environments to suit what he thought he would make him happy, he just allowed, he just made himself happy from within. And through that, the world evolved in very mysterious, amazing ways in front of it. And it was full of challenges, but it was still like quite a fantastic story. And same things happened with me is the more I've learned to just be happy from within, the more life is just 
gone on this crazy journey of positive experience. Oh, it's beautiful. The vibration you create within it kind of creates the environment outside. Exactly. Exactly. And, and, and so, yeah. No, I'm just saying it's so many things to unpack there. The one thing that I just want to bring up is the word law of the attract law of attraction, right? It's something yeah. that comes up over and over again. As you mentioned that, I mean, for me, it's a very ancient yogic technique that has just been repopularized in the form of the law of attraction, which is awesome, effective tool working. Um, just circling back to meditation and the Soma technique. I just want to say from, uh, and correct me if I'm wrong here, um, for what, from my standpoint, it's, you mentioned all three, I would, I, we don't have to like categorize them or anything. I would just call them like level one is that single pointed focus, like getting yeah. your attention from, you know, yourself, like getting away from the distractions and, and getting that single pointed focus developed, right? Level yeah. two is now you have the single pointed focus and you can bring in affirmations, mantras, things to rewire the subconscious might actually use, you know, use it to your advantage and take conscious action, right? And level three is it just is like, that's what you're yeah data is because you're you're like you're the way i look at it is you know most people are living by the subconscious it's you know yeah. repetitive thinking uh, you know uh, programs daily jobs like literally the same exact thing groundhog's day playing out every day and that's why people are not happy people are you know suffering because of it so meditation concentration these tools in especially what i would say the affirmations and mantras and we can get into the scientific part because i can geek out and i love frequency um, using you know frequency music tool like specific frequencies specific you know attributes to add to your meditation practice to manifest certain things that you want in your life whether it's a, a chakra imbalance whether it's a you know things that's got like uh, you know material well like anything that you want in life can be attained when you understand this law of attraction resonant frequency and it's something that matching a vibrational point rather than this like constant like you're saying with the I, I just call it the small self right the ego that's just constantly like you know wanting things wanting you know sense gratification of whatever sort and it's just like once that kind of quiets down then the clarity of what we really want in life comes through and it's not what you you know might think on the surface it's usually a much deeper uh, you know process that has to go through and for yeah. me it's something um, like you like yourself like every day this is a daily practice right there's no that's why i created my channel the infinite cup this is like an infinite like it doesn't stop here mm. i play yeah. um, frequency meditation music every day i'm every day structuring my brain so like this is a conscious act here like i had to literally change the way i think in order to manifest what i want in my current reality now that wasn't happening in the past so let's talk about that for you how did you you know do that as far as you know rewiring the subconscious and getting into that you know state where you can actually start yeah. manifesting what you want so, yeah so there's a really good book um by joseph murphy which was written in the 40s uh, 1940s uh called the power of your subconscious mind and he actually was a Christian who um, actually embraced a lot of the Eastern philosophies and practices. And he did a lot of yoga and things like that. And he combined some of the Christian belief systems with the Indians. And he wrote this amazing book, Parallels of Conscious Mind, which demystifies a lot of like this mantras and stuff that people sing in the East and things like that. And really what it is, is incantations. Incantations are like spells for your mind. And Napoleon Hill also talks about a lot about this as well, and um, and a lot of the you know the the most successful people in the world, um, not a lot of them, but 
that I know. Most like, of them, I would say. I mean, Tony Robbins, everybody, yeah. Yep. Use um, some kind of incantation or spell, mm -hmm. which is like a positive affirmation that you say. Yugananda was big on this as well. Oh, yeah. And um, so what's going on is, I really believe is, when you go into that state of single focus, you, you get connected to the subconscious mind. And in Soma, this is the, uh, the breath retention phase when you're holding your breath. It's also known as Kumbhaka and Panyana, where you steal the thoughts to a point because you stop breathing, press pause on your breath, and you go into this deep native state. Um, it's, the, it's that trance state where when you use the power of visualization, or a mantra or an affirmation, you can literally make an imprint in your brain. Now, you don't have to even do it. You could have an instructor. So we have uh, instructors in Soma, and we train them on how to deliver these powerful like, journeys where they are literally re-imprinting the person in these meditative states to make them more empowered and make them like feel more gratitude, more bliss, more peace, or to remove negative blocks, images, and beliefs. And it's amazing. It's so therapeutic, so powerful. And it's like a dynamic form of hypnotherapy. And I think this is like where hypnotherapy probably originates from, actually. These old uh, kind of uh, uh, German scientists, actually, where who evolved by like Mesner and people like that. They, they were known to have studied like yogis and what they were doing with trance states. And um, so I believe what I've done is I've just taken like some very powerful practices from our modern world. A hypnotherapy um, and combined it with these ancient protocols in an accessible way where you're really what you're doing is you're reprogramming your operating system which is your mind so if you imagine that you are a supercomputer your mind is like this powerful operating system right obviously over time it's going to be programmed and those programs are functions that you repeat habitually and these are your behaviors now in order to Repeat, uh, reprogram the imprint these behaviors, you've got to become your own software program or allow somebody to program it, which that's what hypnotherapists do. So, if you have like a, a trigger, for example, say you go into public places and you just can't be in public, you're never going to progress in your life. In, 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 you're not going to go far that far in, in this modern world if you have serious agoraphobia. So, that's a that's a trigger, the fear of public. That's an extreme example. If some people have like problems which just sabotage their, their everything, like, yes. which is like somebody chews their food too loudly, they can't be around them, so they go crazy. Around. Somebody doesn't close the door, um, you know, little small things that happen every day. Mm -hmm. These annoying things, which quite most people like, can tolerate, but there's other people who can't tolerate very simple things. And these are triggers that have imprinted at a young age. And they're holding them back. And they could yes, also be associated like limiting beliefs over money and self-worth and, and things like that. Now, using the Soma technique that I've developed, you can re-imprint all of that. You can wipe the slight clean. And we have various uh, um, journeys that, that help you um, do that over a progressive... That's uh, wonderful. Uh, yeah, I, I totally yeah. believe in the guided meditation too. It's totally different than the individual experience, especially in the beginning, because it's important yeah. to understand what these states feel like. 
Um, uh, I, I personally, I do a lot of coaching too. And what you're saying is a hundred percent, like I would say everybody has self-limiting beliefs. Everybody has programs. Everybody has some sort of subconscious brainwave that is keeping them in control. And that's whether you're aware of it or not. So that's why this is a daily practice because like I said, this is infinite. It's like the way I put it, it's like what you think you can accomplish is like a fraction of the potential. Like the things I have in my life now, I, I did not even think of because the universe has provided me with something that is way more profound and, and more expansive than I could even comprehend. Yeah. And it's more of like, if we can just get out of the way, like that small little self and tap into our higher self, right? Which is like, or, you know, we can call it the intuition. It's like the way I look at it, it's like you're either, you know, living those subconscious beliefs, you're living these programs out, or you're being guided by your higher self and your intuition. That's the, those are the options basically. That's right this technique, Soma meditation, like those, this is how you activate the intuition, the higher self, because that's our real potential. That's what our, we're supposed to be doing every day. It's our God given potential. And over here, it's somebody else's agenda, whether it's the, you know, yeah. meat dairy industries controlling our life, whether it's corporation. Yeah. I'm just saying we live in this world where it's very dominant by money and corporations. Right. And it's like, at the end of the day, honestly, those are the people that are profiting and winning, not you, the individual. Right. Yes. I'm all about empowerment, self-empowerment, especially. And, um, the one thing too, that I just want to say here is like, you can do this yourself. Like, that's what I'm saying. It's all about you and what you put into it. Right. Like for me with the frequency music, like I just do this while I sleep. I do that. I play it like a 12, you know, 14 hours a day. You know what I mean? It's one of those yeah. things where you, you can do this consciously every day yeah. while you're doing your normal things. It's not this like, Oh, I got to sit down and be this closed eye yogi for 10 hours. Yeah. You know? I just totally. want to like demystify some of this stuff. Cause I think people listening might be, you know, like myself in the beginning, it's like, yes, closed eye meditation is wonderful i still do that every day as well but it doesn't have to be that you know what i mean it could be no, no. a guided meditation could be you know the frequency music could be something like actively changing that subconscious mind and you know putting yeah. more energy into your conscious mind in the prefrontal cortex the human brain right where we have to act like humans and stop acting like the emotional you know brain this monkey brain in the back which is basically just in responsive mode all the time it's just constantly yes. complaining constantly blaming things on everybody and one one thing that i just want to mention too for for me it's like i can describe it like i went from this uh, you know consumer to a creator all of a sudden it was like i was just consuming things and i needed everything and it's like gimme 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 and now i'm just like pouring out into the universe and giving back like that's just my what okay. i want to do it's just this genuine genuine feeling like this switch inside me that just turned and it's like wow i have to do this now there's nothing else in me that i want to, else to do but just give and give and give and i think that's our true state because i just, just imagine a world where everybody was doing that and it's completely different it looks completely different than yeah. what we're experiencing now so for people listening, yeah, it's just, you know, take action, you know, um, these techniques work. It's something where the more you use it, the more it works, you know, in your life. And it's something like I said, that's infinite. The subconscious mind is, is always absorbing everything, whether you like it or not. And yeah. every advantage while you're sleeping, while you're you know eating, while you're doing things, you can do it consciously or you can do it subconsciously, right? Like your, your mind is somewhere else. And we live in a world where you just have so many distractions, you know, and you know, social media, all these things can be a tool for vehicle, you know, for growth and transformation, or they can control your brain and rot your brain too. So yeah, totally. that's something I just want to bring up because 
it, this this is a very big thing. So for you, I'm curious, um, um, you know, with Ayurveda and everything too, I just want to bring up just the importance of diet, right? Diet, because for me, um, meditation and everything is wonderful. And I was, you know, getting into this practice. I got certified as a yoga teacher. And um, the more, you know, cleansing I went on, the more Ayurvedic, uh, basically just the more information I brought to better my body, like the temple itself, the better my, you know, achievements I got as far as my spiritual progress, because I just believe in the energy, you know, can only go so far in our nervous system, right? Like the physical form that we can handle. So, yeah. using, you know, diet, proper diet and nutrition to, bring, you know, the proper nervous energy that we need, because honestly, again, you know, we live in a world where we're just overstimulated. The nervous system yeah. is fried. It's, it, it just, it can't handle the higher consciousness that is available to us on planet Earth because we're so, you know, distracted with our phones and overwired, you know, in our brains neurochemically. Yeah, yeah. Well, you could imagine your physical body is like the hard disk. So if you want to go from a PC to a Mac, you better literally upgrade the hard disk completely. So, you know, and that's what the biggest thing for me was like when your health goes, then that's really all you've got is your, is your physical health. Once that goes, your really life really becomes typical, very much challenge. Right? So that's the first foundation. You've got to get your physical body into check, you know, you've got, and, and your mind and your physical body, they're all related. In Soma, the philosophy is that you become your environment and your, your body is your mind, your mind and body are one. They're not disconnected, you know, like one of the biggest mistakes of the Western um, philosophy is when the separation of mind and body happened by Descartes and it was a crime against humanity. Um, because it created an industry, the pharmaceutical industry, which has really robbed the minds of people and, and health of people. So, um, so really what I'm trying to do is, is really make, uh, bring people back into the body and the feeling what it feels like to be a human. Because ultimately our perception of reality, our enjoyment of reality, our enjoyment of this journey of life is very much down to how you feel. So. You feel like shit every day, you know. The law of attraction is very real. You're gonna just keep manifesting, whatever yes. you feel. So yeah. you'll just start attracting shit things into your life. But if you feel great, if you feel awesome, you start to attract positive people. Who are, who things happen with, they generally do whatever they can to feel as good as they can, as yeah. possibly. And a lot of the times, it's actually they turn to drugs and they take yeah, cowboys and they do things that makes them feel high. But it's not sustainable. So the more sustainable way is more of the yoga path, where you eat according to your body type, you exercise in a in a yogic way, which is not crazy hours down the gym. It's it's much more um, meditationary, and um, and you breathe right. So the breath is completely correct, connected to your thoughts, and the rate of breath. So the faster you breathe, and the more erratically you breathe, the more you overbreathe, the more Problems you get with your heart because your heart and your breathing are connected. This impacts your uh, thoughts and you get erratic thoughts. And vice versa, if you have a lot of erratic thinking, it impacts your breathing. So, just by bringing your conscious control of your breath into alignment, you can actually start having more focused and connected thoughts and you can have deeper insights. And through that, you can become more creative and more inspired and, and add more value service of the world. But at the end of all of this, it doesn't really matter because I know so many extremely successful, rich, very wealthy people, billionaires as well. And 
quite often that the ones with the most money are the are most unhappy people because yeah. their mind the mind gives them what they want and they attracted all of this money this wealth they have everything but they're still pissed off because ultimately they started off pissed off and they they did everything to a pace place of of like self-loathing rather than yep. self-love and mm-hmm. love so the point of soma really is is to discover the soma within soma within is creating a perfect chemistry for inner peace bliss happiness self-love and when you vibe really high then you start to project out what you really want from your, from your heart yes and through that you start to connect with people more you form relationships you don't try and screw people over try and uh, collaborate rather than be competitive and all of the things that is really to be a human not a machine yeah and right now what is going on is that we have we're just farming out machines, robots, <laughs> with no souls, you know, couch robots, you know, sitting there, like, it really is like a matrix now. Oh, yeah, 100%. And, um, and um, I'm trying to bring the soul back to the manner, you know. I love it's it. It's a big challenge, it's a big challenge. I just got, I'm I don't know if you know man. about this, but Google just wiped off 80, I'm a bit, I'm a bit down at this last couple of days because 80% of my web traffic got wiped by Google. How'd that happen? Just they, they just killed all the health sites. So Mercola.com, wow. 99% lost, David Wu, um, Dr. Axe. I all saw of the, the big thing with David guys. Wolf. Yeah, I've been yeah. seeing it happen, yeah. change even with my YouTube channel as, as well. Certain things yeah. are getting demonetized, things are changing. And uh, I, I, have a, I created an inner circle group on Patreon to help, you know, because it's something that like, that's one just loophole that I know about is like, if you just do any sort of paid content or something that doesn't go to, you know, the big, you know, YouTube, every, you know, obviously the big boys are watching, right? So it's just one of those things yeah. to be mindful of. I'm, I'm in the fight with you, brother. It's the same thing. It's a daily practice and i feel it it's definitely uh you know weighing more and more as far as the thing i think about bob marley and these people just as far we got to light up the darkness you know i mean we got to like we got to be tenfold what they're doing because what they're they're working on this every day monsanto gmo world bayer you know what i mean pharmaceuticals uh, i mean without even getting into politics or anything like all even all this stuff we're talking about all this mystical uh, yogic stuff they know about it you know what i mean they're using the law of attraction they're using all of these things too so i'm just telling you like we we're have- doing it out of a self a place of self hatred like they yes. probably were like really mistreated it. you know yeah. i know people who work with corporations, directors and people like that. And I, because some of them are like actually friends of family and stuff, and they went (laughs) to public schools. And if you go to public school, you're apart from your parents for like most of your life. And your your teachers are your parents, you know, and you get raised in a very cutthroat compared to environment. You get disassociated from what it means to be human. And my strive right now is to bring that community. I'm really, Soma's about one body, one mind one conscious, one community. And we're really trying to form like community now offline. Like I want to move the power away by bringing more power to the land. Yes, 100%. That's that's where I'm at too, 100%. And that's what I did in the past. I've lived at, um, you know, as a Hare Krishna devotee at a a temple in Utah. I've stayed at multiple ashrams. I'm just telling you like that's what the yogis and the rishis figured out 5,000 years ago, right? They knew that living... They knew you had to, like we even at living at the Hare Krishna temple, we had to, we were separated boys and girls too. I was a brahmachari. You, you couldn't even have, you know, stimulation in that chakra, right? I'm just telling you, like they knew about all of that stuff, right? And they set the environment 
for higher consciousness for a reason, see? And that's the thing. Like I knew about that, you know, 15 years ago, and that's why I chose to go live at these temples because I wanted to work on these parts of myself. But I'm just telling you, that's how, you know, you're right. That's how the human being is designed. Uh, Yogananda called it how to live schools. You know, it's one of those, it's not like, I mean, what I went through with public school, it's like how to go get a job and work, be a slave school, right? (laughs) That's all it was, you know? I did a good job at it. I was making, you know, $20,000 a year by the time I was 17 years, you know, 17 years old. It's like, I was a great, I did a good job, well accomplished. I made them a bunch of tax money and blah, blah, blah. I'm just saying um, at the end of the day, you're 100% correct. I'm right there with you. I'm in the process of creating a retreat center in Hawaii. Uh, Same type of thing. We need to bring this local. We need to bring this to the people to the community to the real one-on-one because at the end of the day nobody can change that and that's still going to be the most powerful tool you know for transformation and growth so i yeah we have to get offline man we cannot be brainwashed by the internet anymore because it really is uh, it's a mind control right now it has become because it wasn't like that when it first came out when it first came out it was a messiah now i'm starting to really I feel, um, I, the way I would describe it is I feel a funneling. Um, you know, we've had this expansion of the internet and now it's definitely funneling into this controlled, uh, you know, whatever you want to call it sort of thing. And it's definitely being, uh, it's like a, I picture a dog getting a muzzle there, right? That's all I see right now. Yeah. It's like the muzzle is being put on and it's happening with, uh, you know, censorship of all sorts of ways and people disappearing. I mean, the recent, I mean, we can go on and on about this. It's just something where that very much triggers my, you know, activist uh, conspiracy theory person because the stuff that I researched you know 15 years ago has already came true or even further George Orwell stuff wave you know what I mean it's all it's all happening and then some the matrix movies obviously all this stuff is beyond you know true and present and that's for you know at the end of the day I just circle back to these techniques right meditation in the beginning of my uh, you know awakening whatever you want to call it I was very angry very upset at all these things that I was you know figuring out in life and instead of you know bringing that anger out into the world i had to learn to channel that energy within and focus on my practicing the deeper yeah. i can get into these meditative states and the deeper i can get my body into a healthier place the more i can offer to the world the more i can do to serve others so i just want to say uh, you know for people listening that are stuck in that you know grind stuck in that whatever it's like you have the power to take take action and create that change because that's something that we have to do on the individual scale we we can't wait for anybody else can't wait for any other thing it's like you have to create that change right now and once you know you get that momentum this vibrational shift occurs within you and you just can't go back it's like impossible to go back i get you know basically just more frustrated at these things like you're describing now with the 80 percent of the seo and google like just a big part of what we do so it's one of those things where i understand the importance of it and like yeah it's how we reach people and yeah now if you type in keywords any health related keyword in google it's all big pharma sites it's all um it's money sites it's all manufactured it's like it's not giving you the the whole picture yeah of course actually cola was one of the guys actually had lots of peer review papers on there he had he he really was careful with his articles and actually his articles really gave me a lot of value in the early days and they still do but now if you type in like you know heal colitis also colitis or something like that it's all fear-mongering government sites which tell you there's nothing you can do you're going to just 
take these pills and yeah. have the cardio on me. There's a, there's a shift happening. It's, it's something where I, I call it like there's the consumers and then there's the conscious consumers, right? And the consumers that are just going to get fed, you know, whatever. They don't ask questions, do anything. Conscious consumers are the people that read the labels that go deeper and they ask these questions. Like how did like this thing, the event that you're talking about here, it's like if you just trace the money trail, you know, there's answers to all this. And whether it's... Yeah. Uh, for me, with the veganism, with activism and stuff, this happens a lot too. Just, just like I said, with all these studies that come out with dairy or whatever, it's usually just somebody's agenda, right? And at the end of the day, you just have to circle back to what works. And what works is this very small community-oriented life that involves people that are all brothers and sisters that treat each other like family, that all work with each other. Like when I was living in the community in the temples, it's like everybody's meditating at 5 a.m. Everybody's at the breakfast yeah. table at 7 a.m you know sharing community sharing song sharing their power their gifts with one another you know and i just that's what i don't see in the modern age right and it's it's definitely escalating into more of an artificial you know intelligence robotic zombie kind of world and that's why i'm just saying at the end of the day what we're talking about this community this this vibrancy and this education of higher consciousness is needed now more than ever yes 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 so so are you, um, right now, I'm just curious with the SOMA, is it something where are you offering um, techniques and instructors to come, you know, be certified? Like, how does all that work? Yeah, yeah. So we have an online school. Um, it's basically it's based on Pranayama, mm -hmm. but um, I've added a creative twist to it, and we use this music. So my big passion is music and breathing and rhythm. And a lot of it's based around breathing and rhythm. Rhythmic breathing yeah. with breath retention techniques, and it teaches you like pranayama in a fun way, and then you can lead these ceremonial workshops, uh, breathwork workshops, or if you want to call it breathwork, whatever you want to call it. But they, they're more like journeys of self-discovery because the key thing with what I'm trying to do is make people wake up to what they truly want, not what they think they've been hypnotized into wanting. And that clarity comes through this these experiences that we create with, uh, with the same journeys. So we have an instructor training for that. It also allows people to then create their own revenue streams out of it, go out and, and actually work with people and, and do group workshops and I like it. breathe together and it's amazing. Like this, uh, people need format with this. I think, you know, for the structured individuals that want that format and that structure to meditation, it's wonderful. It's something that I think is necessary to just kind of hone in on these principles. Uh, yeah. Wim Hof is a recent person that I think people have kind of um, gone a liking yeah. to with the Wim Hof method. And, and to me, I mean, whether you call it holotropic breathing, you call it pranayama, like I said, there's all these words <laughs> that we're using for it. But at the end of the day, what you're doing is you're altering your subconscious mind, you're shifting your energy, you're actually creating the change that you want to see and that's the thing is well yeah. you know, Wim's a very good friend of mine actually we work quite close yeah. together I think you saw the music to his um oh, cool. yeah. Yeah. yeah he's a dear brother but there is a distinction between Wim Hof and holotropic like, holotropic is one application because what I try to show people with saying is that there's many different methods of breath work and breathing and and the way you breathe the rhythm you breathe in and you hold your breath in or out and things like that. It actually has a different effect. It's almost like a pharmacy of different dreams. Oh, yes. Because breathing actually influences your physiology. Yes. So you're really you're, you're going to the core of where all the problems come from or where the bliss comes from, where the happiness comes from. And um, so pranayama really was like a, 
a pharmacy like of breathing techniques. So that's what Soma really is. Yeah. And then I, I put a few together to create this awakening experience that um, really takes you on these journeys. And that has elements of holotropic, elements of what Wynn does with, um, you know, with his more Kriya kind of um, Tumo style. Yeah. And you know, the Pranayama style. So it's all there and it, it, it all makes sense. The science is there. You can check it all out on the website. You know, I didn't go too much into that, but there's a lot of great science evidence that backs everything up. And it's really changing people's lives. That's the core, core thing about it. It's yeah, the same it technique like, I use to heal it myself. That's great. No, I've, and I've done, like I said, I did a few things on YouTube and things. So only for me, what I kind of separate the two with pranayama and holotropic, it's just when you do more of the long retentions with your breath, exhale, that's all. So it's. Yeah, you- yeah. Well, holotropic is actually like, it's like a like hyperventilating actually for like yes. an hour and yes. hours. And that, the purpose of that is like to supercharge your body. And to create this, where you go into this crazy acid, acid like LSD, like hallucinogenic state. Yes. And the idea of this is it it clears some of these subconscious imprints that happen in your physical body, but it also is like an awakening. So there's a therapeutic purpose to that, like which Stanislav Grof created. So yeah. one of our courses is focused on these sorts of techniques, but. The daily dose, that's not something you do every day. That's something you do as a therapy, as a ceremony. But what we also teach is the daily dose, the daily things you can do every day that you will give you a a shot of those good good vibes, good hormones, good transmitters, and also helps you to take control more of your mind. That's what the um, pranayama was really about, was being able to put techniques together to help you in your day-to-day life. Yes, I agree completely. As a one-time kind of ceremonial thing. Not something you do over and over again. And this is what the problem is with the world, is that people get confused with what's what. And there's a lot of people pushing holotropic, like it's this magic. Oh, I'm, I'm quite the opposite. Yeah, it's I just... not, actually. Yeah, no, I want... Thank you for clarifying. There's no scientific evidence for that, yeah. No, yeah. it's something I don't recommend holotropic breathing. I've personally am not a fan. It's something where uh, it's too extreme. There's with meditation, there's no need to go to these extremes. That's my personal belief. Um, I believe yeah. um, what you're talking about with the single pointed focus and these long retentions of the exhale, yeah. they're going to happen 100% naturally if you have a sincere meditation practice. It doesn't yes. matter what it is, in my opinion, because it's the consistency that is the key. Um, when you have a daily meditation practice compared to this. Yes you know, all over the place kind of thing, or these like ecstatic states that you're seeking yeah. is completely different than the, right. um, you know, clarity and bliss and joy that comes from a daily meditation practice. And that's something, like I said, I'm not a fan of holotropic breathing. I'm just in for me, just clarifying for people listening, because, uh, you know, for what I do and what I'm certified in, it's very similar. And it sounds like with Wasoma, it sounds like, correct me if I'm wrong, but the forte here that defines you from Wim Hof or other people is the music, is the uh, you know, the audio input. Can you go into and that? The, and the, uh, yeah, and the the fact that it's very much more true to the original pranayama. Yes, uh, the techniques piece. themselves. Yeah, I agree. There's a lot it of people. Is, yeah, yeah, rhythm. Rhythm, rhythmic breathing is the cause. So every function in your body is rhythmic, is, is determined yes. by cycles. So yes. circadian rhythms, ultradian rhythms, and infradian rhythms are the yes. rhythms of your body. You have biorhythms. And actually, each one of those rhythms is subservient to the rhythm of breath. Yes. And when you get into rhythmic breathing states, okay, 
um, you can harmonize all those functions. So yes. just a few minutes of rhythmic breathing a day, okay? To, and that means like breathing in perfectly for the same amount of time in and out mm-hmm. creates this amazing blissful state yes. called coherence. And that's like the foundation of soma breathing is the rhythm yes. breathing. When you do it for long, if you just do like a few minutes of that, it's great. It harmonizes. But when you do it for a bit longer, like five minutes plus of rhythmic breathing with a, a faster rate, you start to breathe out the carbon dioxide and you breathe exactly. in the oxygen. And this actually changes the pH. It allows you to Thank then you. hold your breath for longer. Also, what it does, that rhythmic breathing, it moves cerebrospinal fluid, which clears yes. the, the, the gunk out of your brain. Yes. So it gives you more clarity that way. But it also allows you then to hold your breath for longer than normal because carbon dioxide is what triggers you to breathe again. So yep. if you can hold your breath for longer than normal, you can create a state called intermittent hypoxia, where mm-hmm. you lower the oxygen and you raise the carbon dioxide and you produce more of a, um, uh, a tolerance to carbon dioxide than yep. low oxygen. And that's the magic. Because too much oxygen actually mean in your system means that the oxygen stays blind to the hemoglobin and doesn't go into the cells yep. long. That's the problem of overbreeding is and hyperventilation. Yes. Right. That's why hyperholotropic breath work isn't good for you if you do it all the time. Yeah. So the the key of pranayama is you become really good at an efficient yes. oxygen and you also become highly tolerant to carbon dioxide. So you can survive with less oxygen, you breathe less, yeah. you need less oxygen, you get less oxidative stress. And you also mean that the oxygen can actually go into the cells because you can raise carbon dioxide to the levels it needs to be without blowing it all out. And the oxygen come off the blood cells, go into the cells, where it's used for metabolism. So Beautiful. this rhythmic breathing at a faster rate, followed by breath retention, is a way of actually getting the oxygen to cells. It's a very powerful, very simple technique. Yeah, and I just want to mention, yeah, I just want to mention what I do with the Infinite Cup. I do, it's all about detoxification as well. And that is the number one detox pathway right there that you just mentioned, like as far as how can you get the most toxins out of your body in a technique that you just described it. It's meditation and it's the using our breath, right? Our lungs, like our body, our lungs is the tool. It's just, it's not using, it's not, people aren't using it to the most effective rate. And what you just described and getting there through pranayama is the most effective tool that we should do every single day to release toxins and that's something uh, i do iridology i'm not sure if you're um, familiar with that but just you know the eyes are a window to the soul and i do um, you know readings through iridology and detoxification is just a a big part of this because you know when you bring in herbs you bring in these things to help detoxify the body your skin starts filtering you start you know consciously breathing and it's it's amazing Mm -hmm. these life-changing things that happen simply from this thing that you're talking about and it just you know it starts with a couple minutes a day so to me this like i said is our god-given ability and it's something how we all can operate rather than being you know living that small self and all these programs so um, it's beautiful what you've come up with it's something i just um think people need to understand in the sense of taking action in their daily life that's all it's something again I think people are just, you know, expecting something to happen or, or whatever, but really you have to want this and you have to literally get up and do it, <laughs> you know? And at the yeah. end of the day, I, I commend you. And because what we're doing is basically, you know, making this attractive for people, right? We had to make this in a way where it's, uh, you know, easy for people to do and perform and digest because um, it's not so, um, you know, 
it's basically there's so many forms of meditation these days and like you're saying with the holotropic breath work and all of this i know wim hof um, is amazing and he you know recently has been blowing up and he's doing amazing work and i yeah. just what i'm saying is like there, to me there's no wrong way i guess like i have no uh, you know judgment or anything how, how people get there right it's just a matter of <laughs> to me the the principles are all the same you know as far as yeah. what we're talking about with the body and its potential yeah yeah totally you got it yeah so Good cool time. man so let's uh yeah um thank you again for taking the time brother so let's uh plug your your youtube channel how can people find you if they want to you know sign yeah. up for coaching and the well that's fantastic the best way would be go to somabreath.com and sign up for our um, free webinar there. I, I really go into the depths of science of breath work and um, the legend of Soma, where all this comes from. And then you get a taste of our experience. You, you, you get to do it and it's all free of charge. And then nice. you can decide if you want to join anything afterwards. Um, or you can also go to the renegadepharmacist.com, which is my website where I share a lot of my, my like kind of health tips and wellness tips. And it really starts with the mantra. Like if you, if you um, wake up every morning and you ask yourself this question, like, um, am I waking up feeling like I have to do this uh, to survive? Then basically that's what's going to lead to disease. But if you wake up with passion to do a hard day's work and, and to get out there and, and crush it and whatever you want to do, that means you're in the flow. And we're trying to help people answer that most authentic way possible beautiful beautiful i, I totally resonate with that and honest with themselves. that's what it's all about man and i'm looking forward to connecting i would love to invite you to the retreat center you know future because i want to bring you know more teachers like yourself in and do workshops more in person and really hone yeah. in on this uh, you know real tangible experience in real life and get that being you know the forte and then keep spending you know getting that digital message out there as well because we got to do both we got to do it all amazing so Fantastic. Thank, you. thank you thank you again brother for coming on the show thank you much love